0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Josh. I hope you guys are enjoying the new episodes. We are really happy to be back. Ian and I talk about it off air a lot, how fortunate we feel to be getting to do this again. And I say that like it's not on us. It's on us. We're the ones that didn't do it for a long time. So we're just really glad to be back. And we're glad you guys are listening. Um, Hope you guys have enjoyed the last couple episodes with guests. Um, Sam Rhodes and Jeremy T. McConaughey. Check those guys out. Check our Facebook out so you can see more stuff on them. This episode is just Ian and I, it's just the two crackers talking nerdy, so uh, one thing we do talk about is we do say there are rumblings about uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League of something happening, and this is Thursday right now, we recorded this on Sunday. Yesterday, they announced that Justice League Snyder Cut will be showing up on HBO Max next year. So, we were not, we were right. Just so you know, we're not behind the curve when you hear this episode. We just recorded it on Sunday, and we were actually about four days ahead of the curve. Anyway, um, this episode is brought to you by Wolf Tracks T shirts and designs. Hit them up on Facebook. Uh, their artist and owner, Steve Likens, will, he does all of our stuff, and he will set you up with something awesome. Uh, If you buy, they also, besides his artwork, they'll do anything, anything that you want to put something, a logo or a name or some words or something on. So hit them up. They uh, sponsor all of our episodes and they're awesome. Um, You can find them on Facebook and they're linked in this whenever we post any of these episodes. Anyway, let's get to, to the meat of it. Here we go. Season two, episode four, just me and Egon talking nerdy. Here we go. Here's the soup. you're listening to the freshly baked crackers podcast freshly baked crackers with your hosts josh guster and ian maxwell here is the soup (laughs) intergalactic (laughs) to this is the freshly baked crackers
1: podcast Hey everybody, welcome back to the Freshly Baked Crackers. This is Ian.
0: And this is Josh.
1: And we're uh, doing an episode, just the two of us, back uh, talking shit. Getting ready to talk about it.
0: Here we are. A lot of stuff, even though we are in lockdown, there's a lot of stuff going on.
1: Absolutely, there's new well, information on coming.
0: That's the thing, I wouldn't say there's stuff going on, I'd say there's information happening about things right. that will probably take place after we come out of all of this
1: yeah or, or uh, news of things that happened to wrap right before shit uh hit the fan yeah
0: or maybe things that wrapped long long before shit hit the fan
1: yeah absolutely and still, and still
0: haven't seen the light of day uh, <laughs> which will take us to our third person which is new mutants now yes. here's, here's why i put new mutants on uh so ian and i before episodes we would like to do a list of like things that we're going to talk about
2: mm-hmm. and
0: this is why new mutants was on the list for me um, obviously they moved new mutants release date yes um, because of it which is you know like the calling card of the new mutants film at this point is moving the release date but <laughs> yeah, here, here's the thing um, with with the state of theaters after we go back and how little content mm. there is going forward uh, this could this save new mutants could this make new mutants all of a sudden a, a movie that people are gonna see because there's there's only a few movies to see.
1: Oh, I think potentially for sure. I mean, uh, the date I think they've got now is for August 28th. Uh, the only thing mm-hmm. that's even close to competing with it is Wonder Woman, uh, which will be like... think about And Mulan. I, I think, about, uh, Mulan. I, I think yeah. as far as like fitting in the same uh, category. Right, I, right, right. Yeah, I, mean, absolutely. I know what you mean, sir. Sure. Um, and I mean, Wonder Woman's even like a week and a half before, I think. So mm-hmm. it's got plenty of time to give people the itch to go back to the theaters again, especially since we've... But taken so long. Uh, is COVID-19 the
0: best thing that ever happened to New Mutants?
1: <laughs> I think it might be. I mean, all things considered, you know. Uh, For people
0: that are listening that don't know the story behind New Mutants, New Mutants is a spinoff of the X-Men. Um, it's mm-hmm. a Fox property. Uh, Josh Boone has been working yes. on it. Um, it is supposedly very horror themed, very er- right. oriented. It's supposed to be very much not like uh, the superhero movies we've seen up until this point. The people yeah. who are in it have lauded this thing.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's it, been talked about very, as if it's... They're all very, very proud really, of it. They,
0: they want this yeah. thing hot scene because they're very proud of it. But it has gone through so many delays and... There
1: were supposed to be reshoots, though they didn't happen, but it only didn't happen because of the Fox merger uh, with Disney. Like, yeah, the, it was just... It, long after it was done and ready to go, it has been like embroiled in some nonsense.
0: It was supposed to be released like two or three years ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: This is when this first, when this thing first got put together and like these people like Maisie Williams from game of Thrones, like she's a, mm-hmm. she's, was a, she's a kid in this movie.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause like, she's like, she's like right at puberty and now she's like, you know, uh 18 or 19 olds. old maybe she learned that but she looks like a child in this In new mutants it was yeah. shot so long ago like these i mean dude from of,
1: uh stranger things you know he was like just becoming the hot thing at that time yeah. like for, because of stranger things
0: yeah i think this would have dropped right around the same time as the first season of stranger things
1: yeah i think maybe just a little bit after a yeah. right,
0: bit after it or something yeah like mm-hmm. it would have been his like next step into like them pushing him to be a new it dude like an actual like, star. Yeah, for and sure. The next, and the next step just fell out underneath him for three years. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited. I love New Mutants. I mean, yeah, I, I think New Mutants, I, I like the way they're going with it. It looks, it looks very interesting by the trailers and stuff. For sure. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought as soon as I saw all this and like the moving of the dates and stuff. and Because my first thought was, with everything going on, my first thought immediately was, well, because Disney buys Fox, so Disney now mm-hmm. owns New Mutants, and New Mutants is not going to be part of the MCU. It's its own standalone thing. Right. So I'm. I've been thinking this whole time. Well, Disney's going to drop this thing on Disney Plus. They're just going to a-
1: at least, yeah. They don't, they don't
0: have the, any money in it. You know, they're yeah. Foxes who paid for the thing. They're just they acquired right. Foxes. Is just something they have. They're and I'm to totally wrong. They are. Or... They're going to use this as a theater film for sure. They are. They are going to. I mean, already Disney's going to dominate the box office. They got Mulan. Oh, I think for sure. It's coming out right right whenever we go back.
1: Well, it's all stacked. I mean, that's just the way that it is. And mm-hmm. like, it's either going to be oh, that thing. Black I Widow. Think at first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Black Widow as well. Plus the the actual Disney features, like you said, Mulan uh, and you know whatnot. It's uh, really interesting because. You know, I'm sure in the first couple of weeks of people coming back out, theaters won't be exploding, but there will be that time where when August comes and we're going, well, here's all the shit now. And I, we're going to be so antsy and have all that unemployment money sitting in our banks. Uh, we'll be ready to go watch all these movies in theaters, you know? Um,
0: I mean, I'm i i am still iffy, you know, and you know me, I, the theater is my church, but man, it's, yes. it's still, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to be ready to go back.
1: Oh no, I absolutely agree. Uh, it's something I feel like I'm going to be
0: waiting for like a, uh, a Sunday at like 10 in the morning to go see Black Widow when, I'm, when I think no one's Yeah, right,
1: like, there. like sixth week, you know, or whatever, like, yeah, wait till yeah. no one's there. Uh, you yeah, know, but man, everything. I really,
0: I'm dying, man. I mean, I'm not one of these people that's going to cry around about being in quarantine stuff. It's, you know, <laughs> I, I can deal with it. But like, man, this is, since I was in my 20s, I'm 40 years old right now. Since I was 28, this is the longest time I've ever waited for a Marvel movie.
1: Right. I mean, this is the longest time I've been, you know, since I've gone to the
0: theater, <laughs> really. Oh, you know, I mean, without a doubt, in my entire life, you know. You sit know and me, be was, like I'd go once a week, you know I mean? Oh, I'd, yeah, absolutely. I'd yeah, I'm looking often, at like, Valentine's Day? by myself.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's really crazy to look at that and think, all this time, you know, movies, like you say, being the church, and, like, we haven't gone to service in quite some time.
0: Absolutely. Um, they are, uh, this is something I'm going to do next weekend, they've opened the drive-in theater here in my uh, area. Nice. Excellent. So I, thir- I think they're going to do like ET and Back to the Future or something cool next weekend. So oh, I'm gonna cool. try to, I'm going to try to head out to that and feel like I'm in a movie again.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and hit the nostalgia too. That'd be good. Just yeah, feel absolutely.
0: comfortable. Yeah. Well, you know, they don't have a lot to show.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. He's driving,
0: so they're all like the driving near us is is doing a lot of like, hey, what do you want to see? You know, this or this or you know, whatever Lex they Busters, can get the, rights or, to or, at yeah, the moment. Absolutely yeah, what, whatever they can get their hands on. But I mean, you know, everything will come back. I'm not trying to be that, but like, uh, I don't know. I just, just for me personally, it might be a little bit before I'm going to. Well, until
1: there's a vaccine, really. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's that's kind of how it is. Like the idea of, I mean, even right now when it's supposed to be becoming mandatory, people aren't wearing masks, they're not doing the right thing at the grocery store. So I certainly don't want to be sitting next to people elbow to elbow, you know. Uh, But that's, we just have to wait and see.
0: And you got to have a pretty fragile male ego to not be able to wear a mask
1: oh my god i know for real anyway anyway <laughs> um,
0: but uh so, so going along with that as we talk about the theaters and stuff last time so new mutants be on the lookout you guys i think that yeah new is going to wind up being like i honestly think this is going to make new mutants one of the biggest films of 2020 because yeah the,
1: absolutely I think and- new
0: mutants is going to do better than mulan and wonder woman
1: I could see that. I mean, just because, again, it's unique. Oh, wait, what's uh, it rated? Is it rated R? It's PG-13. Yeah, yeah, no, they okay, come at it back. Okay. That's that's the one thing that Disney did uh, when they, they got a hold of it. They didn't do the reshoots because it would have cost too much, and it was like just the time, it didn't make sense. Again, everybody's now adults (laughs) compared to how they were when it shot. Um, But uh, the one thing that they did do seemingly was cut down some of the more violent moments, uh, sort of like cutting away. So it's still going to be very horror and what the original screener was is pretty much what this is, just toned down to PG-13.
0: So It's going to have to be a pretty big deal to be bigger than Sonic the Hedgehog at this point. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean... The number one film of... two thousand. Actually, you know what the number (laughs) one film of 2020 is right now? oh god what bad boys for life
1: okay no that that i'm okay with that i'm, I'm not too. bad at it's, that it, at all i enjoyed it i i bought it oh yeah, yeah. i still need to watch it uh i was really, i own the
0: first two so i mean really I was excited excited to see, uh,
1: see what somebody could do that wasn't um uh, michael bay you know i mean it's like uh, shitting on bay as a person whatever the man can shoot fucking action and bad boys has always been like the the diamond in his collection yeah I think. absolutely so, the thing i look really at with michael
0: bay is that michael bay's shit is over the top and it's mm-hmm. crazy explosions and stuff like that but like there's no denying that the two that the first two bad boy movies are great oh so yes that means that michael bay can make great movies absolutely so that means that michael bay has a few great movies and that's okay
1: the man made the rock you know the I mean, rock
0: um <laughs> did did he did he make Rock con here?
1: Oh God I can't remember if that's him or or Amrick uh, I think he did Conair uh, but
2: either.
1: yeah, I mean dude has some that's the thing like his dialogue is terrible, but his action yeah. sequences nobody shoots explosions like he does, and I don't mean that flippantly like the the man captures fire in a way no one else really can
0: there there is something to be said for being an action director
1: absolutely,
0: and I don't think there's anything wrong with praising that just because it doesn't have you know who says that... uh you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, I don't see him being able to show up and fucking make Avengers.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You
0: know, no, I mean, the guy, I mean, don't get me wrong, There Will Be Blood is fucking awesome. There's a lot of great oh, yeah. movies that the band's made. He's a genius. But like, not every, every, not everything has to be Oscar, you know, like drama films.
2: Right, to right. Be, to be
0: worthwhile and to be enjoyable. It's about if you're entertained. And, well, and you know, something we've talked about with Michael Bay you know. movies that we fucking love is fucking The Island. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The movie is
0: fucking tremendous.
1: He gets such a good performance out of Michael Clark. get like, everybody's so good in that movie. Uh, yeah, it's so fun.
0: He's got Scarlett Johansson wearing very tight clothing. <laughs> Ewan McGregor is great. Playing
1: two roles. Ewan, Ewan, Ewan McGregor two playing roles. two roles.
0: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Ewan McGregor, um, did you ever get around to seeing Dr. Sleep?
1: Oh, no. I still haven't watched it. It's like our Man. list is so backed up. Uh, I, w-
0: I would almost say that. Besides, you know, some of the things that were nominated for Oscars, like, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was mm. phenomenal and The Irishman was phenomenal. But like, I think that, and Parasite was really good. I don't mean to shit on Parasite. Oh, um, Parasite I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it is their best picture. Ooh, over, I don't once, know, man. over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that, I just think, I think it was a great story. And I think it was Welsh. I mean, I bought it. I, I own Parasite. Mm. I think it's a great, great film. But if you get into just like the painstaking work that Tarantino put into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood,
2: right. and
0: and it's also a phenomenal film, I, I think it deserved it. I like to the point where like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, anytime someone jumps into a car and the radio is playing, he that is actual radio transmissions from that time period from L.A. Right, and that that radio station. Whatever, they, 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 Los Angeles, you know, like a, yeah, they don't have a record. They didn't keep records of themselves, so he had to go find private collectors. Holy shit! Who had full recordings of that station, like with commercials and everything on it?
2: Oh my and god! That's
0: what he used to piece together those parts of the soundtrack. If it oh, wasn't incredible. something that, he, that, if it wasn't something that he found while searching through all those archives, he didn't use it.
2: That's incredible.
0: That's, that's what dictates. And like, that's, I don't know. I think that, I think at some point, like some, Tarantino deserves to get best picture. Yeah. He deserves yeah, to win absolutely. that Oscar, man. He's an, he's an the auteur. Dude's been making and, solid films. Yeah. And so is John Bone. I mean, he's awesome too. Don't get me wrong. Ho, Snow, yeah. I, I love the host. I love Snowpiercer. Oh, the host think, is great. I think the guy makes great films. I really, mm. I can't wait to see this next film. And I don't want to take anything away from, I don't, I mean, obviously you know me, I'm not the kind of person that gives a shit that it's a Korean dude winning an Academy award. I'm not one of those dipshits online. Like (laughs) whatsoever, you know, like I just don't think, I really just don't think it was the best film. Mm. And I think that once upon a time, Hollywood was better. I, and even though I enjoyed the Irishman, maybe more, I don't think it was as good as Parasite. I'll admit that, you know I mean? We've had that conversation before too. I love it, but like there's a difference between your favorite movie and what you think is the best movie ever.
1: Absolutely
0: like you know my favorite like I, th- I still i still stand by the idea that forrest gump is the perfect perfect movie it's not my favorite movie <laughs> but the performances in it are amazing the soundtrack is unbelievable it's shot yeah, it does have a great soundtrack yeah it, it, it's it appeals to people of all ages
1: yeah it's a very uh it's got legs uh, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> no pun intended but, but then again but then again you know it's also that's also in a very american viewpoint of film because people from other countries wouldn't would don't care as much as about the story of America through the eyes of a simpleton, you know, like they absolutely something that they really uh, identify with. So I guess it's obviously slanted towards me, but like that, I I still think it's a perfect movie. Um, Anyway, um, (laughs) getting back to, uh, so yeah, go ahead and tweet about it. Everybody Josh doesn't think that that parasite deserved the Oscar. (laughs)
1: Uh, But Ian does. I want it on record.
0: Uh, Ian (laughs) does. Oscars are a sham. To soften it a little bit, Josh did buy Parasite and enjoys (laughs) it quite a bit as a film. He thinks it's great. He just thinks that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a goddamn masterpiece. Um, Anyway, uh, to go along with, uh, you know, talking about theaters and stuff like that, we we had previously discussed on the podcast the idea of Disney purchasing AMC. And, um, which we kind of had mixed feelings about, we both thought it would be cool to watch movies in a Disney theater, but we didn't necessarily know how good it was for the industry. Um, mm-hmm. So it turned out last week that uh, it came to light that Amazon is in talks to buy AMC. AMC. Yes. And yes. when that came to light, AMC stock went through the roof. They started recovering oh, yeah. like overnight. They just, really
1: needed that. Yeah. Just
0: from, just from the fucking fact that AM or that Amazon rumor. Is in talks. Yeah. 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 That's, that's all it took. Um. so I mean what do you think about that what do you think about a company like Amazon which Amazon does I mean they have Amazon Prime and they they have made a lot <laughs> of their own films and finance films Um. so they do have a, a finger in film
1: well and at first it kind of not, not surprised me but I mean it, when we were just speculating they didn't even kind of come up in my mind as the the people to, to be making this move but uh, I was reading an article through uh, it was the Motley Fool they were reporting on it and they were talking about um Apparently in 2018, uh, they were reportedly interested in trying to make a deal with landmark theaters. So this actually isn't like a precedent for them. And they also uh, apparently were trying to make a deal with the Egyptian theater in Hollywood, uh, which is just one independent theater. But they obviously want to make this step towards uh, giving their films the potential for uh, Oscar
0: nominations. And that totally makes sense, yeah. But still, like, they they only have to show those on a few screens. Like, it's still pretty surprising. For seven
1: days. They only have to have it seven days.
0: And yeah. they're almost like buying the entire theater. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, but the thing business.
1: <laughs> the thing that makes sense to me, though, and and actually like looking at it, tying to the fact that they were already interested in landmark, but the fact that AMC has been really uh, making buzz with uh, the Stubbs thing, with the the getting right. the, the AMC the Felk is it called where you get the monthly thing and you get to watch as many movies as you want each week. Mm-hmm. Or whatever sure, sure, So uh, that was working for AMC. It wasn't really making them money, but people were buying into it and it was becoming very popular. Well, if you were to do that sort of thing through your Amazon account, it would be so much easier it's not making a new account with some new company you're, right. you're just you're just logging in with your amazon account and now you've got a monthly dealy due to go see as many movies as you want in the amazon theaters i think it's really kind of on brand for them and their style of uh like purchasing stuff at the moment you know in the way that they sell mm-hmm. themselves it's just another monthly package deal to your amazon prime account i think it it's, sure very logical idea for them and well, I I mean, think about faces, that yeah
0: let us be like a family movie like either an individual or a family
1: mm-hmm. yeah you can get a package deal and i mean they've got their hands on all kinds of stuff like newspapers i mean washing is yeah. them and stuff so like them taking on this extra level of the, the that media thing doesn't surprise. Yeah, that's Bezos. Uh, Washington Post is no, them as well. Shit. That's why Trump—not uh, to get all deep into this shit—has such a big deal with him, and and because and Washington Post, they have problems themselves. So it comes down to that cute shit. But yeah, uh, so I mean, adding this little pin to their media empire is uh, less surprising, as I say it out loud, than when talking about Disney or Netflix only being the two. You know, so. True.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing I thought was I was like, oh yeah, that that okay, yeah. Well. It makes sense I guess, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a dude who has all the money who wants to kind of mm-hmm. take over everything. So yeah, course yeah, of course that he's going to try to buy
1: He's Lex Luthor. Yeah, he this really, is just the next really step is. for him, you know. Uh, and actually uh, as I was thinking about or reading on the stuff I was talking I think with uh, when we were talking with Sam about um universal um being sort of like shunned from the theaters being uh, like illegal, not illegal, but against the rules. Uh uh, There is like a 90 day exclusionary window that most theaters run where you have to show your film in theaters for 90 days before you're allowed to sell it. Or there's 90 days between the theatrical release and the ability to sell it on digital. And so universal broke this precedent by releasing trolls when they did. So whether or not it's like a legal thing, it's definitely like really shaking the groundwork of how, uh films are distributed through theaters it's interesting
0: yeah totally
1: like we're seeing a bit not just the fact that talking about the fear of going to the theater but we're i think we're seeing a big evolution in what it means to go to the movies
0: as we're oh, seeing this stuff happen so absolutely absolutely um yeah i, I mean i'm well i'm really interested to see like You know, ten years from now, how are we going to be? How are new movies going to be presented to us?
2: Mm.
0: How is that? How how many different ways is it? Is it just going to be the theater experience still? What's the theater experience going to be like?
1: Right, and going just to branded theaters, you can only see Amazon films at Amazon theaters and Disney films at Disney. You know, that's going to be very weird. Like we talk about, not even just shutting out the independent things, but the fact that you have like a brand of theater is very interesting. And like, those are the only films you can see there. There's no walking up to the movies and going, well, what are we playing today? Well, it's going to be, what are we playing that is Disney at the Disney theater or
0: whatever, you know? And, and uh, it's, it's going to really suck whenever you're not living in a major metropolitan area and there are yes. multiple theaters.
1: And all you have is the Netflix theater and all we have showing one is theater here in comedy. My yeah, exactly. Smaller That's places it. are really going to get screwed.
0: I mean, we have eight, eight or nine, maybe 10 screens at the theater, but it's still just one theater. So if it was owned by one company then mm. we would have to maybe drive a half hour to another – to that's where the closest – because we have yeah. – uh, I'm trying to think what it is, RMC. I only think mm. they oh, – they're regional. I only think they have two or three theaters. Oh, okay. Um, And then a half hour from us is an AMC in Mattoon, Illinois. Right. And then an hour from us is Champaign, Illinois, where the U of I is at. And then we have a few different – I think there's a Regal and an AMC there. And then besides that, it would be St. Louis, you know, like, like – yeah. So like going to the movies is not going to be like it used to be.
1: It's going to be like a road trip. Uh, of course, when you have a company like Amazon with as many deals as they have, they have the potential to show more than just their own films might be opening up. you know. I mean, obviously, sure. again, they wouldn't get the Disneys and the likes, but they would have uh, whatever the rights they've got to probably show you on Prime.
0: Uh, now movie theaters have owned, or movie studios have owned theaters for some time you know, the, the Paramount theater, the, you know, universal are uh, United artists. owned yeah. theaters For a while. And they had deals where they showed everybody's movies. Okay. Um, so, uh, hopefully it would be something like that because man, that would be such a fucking conflicting deal where it's just, it like, just
1: feels like such a, a monopoly type world we're living in now where everybody's okay, consolidating much, so much, you know,
0: we better get a Disney theater in my hometown. If that's <laughs> the way it's going to go, because <laughs> I don't want a fucking Amazon theater here. I'm a, I've got a, I'm a diehard Star Wars and Marvel fan with a four-year-old and a one-year-old. I don't need whatever anybody else is pushing if we have to choose.
1: Oh Yeah, you're coming to, yeah, to St. Louis every single time you need to see a Pixar flick. Like, that's, yeah. that's a hell of a – it's already no, we'll hard move. enough to bring the family to the movie theater. we we'll yeah, exactly. we'll just have <laughs> to move.
0: There's no other way around it. we we'll have to move. It would be cheaper. At the end of the day, be cheaper. Yeah, we like yeah. movies so much that we we'll just move. It would be easier for us. Absolutely. Um yeah. So we'll see what, I mean, we'll see how that develops. I would imagine something over the next couple of weeks that we're going to see movement on that because we're going to start looking mm-hmm. at opening here in the next month. You know, I mean, they're looking at, yeah. or is it July? Ju- July is when they're looking to open, right? That's when it yeah. that comes out.
1: Yes, I believe it. Yeah, right. yeah. Cause Christopher Nolan's like, it's coming out no matter what. But I mean, also all that stuff is still kind of up in the air. You know, we keep hearing that if things don't actually slow down, then we're going to keep pushing the date. So, um, you it's know why Nolan is doing this, moment. don't
0: you? You know why he's pushing so hard for his movie to come out. Why? Because it's the greatest film ever made, and he knows. And he's just yeah. getting, <laughs> he's getting impatient. I'm really looking forward to this film.
1: It's Christopher Nolan does Time Cop. Of course, yeah, we're looking forward I, to this fucking I think, movie.
0: <laughs> I think that. But you know how Nolan is. You know, like if there's more. You know, there's more to it than just that.
2: Mm-hmm. You know that there's Absolutely. going to
0: be. I just don't understand. This guy it seems to be, him and his brother mm-hmm. seem to be lightning rods for inspiration. Absolutely. They just seem to be endless pits of creativity. And, and like
1: weird stuff too, like a weird off the cuff kind of ideas that you don't, Yes. you might even see in places, but the way that they vary it is so fascinating.
0: Infinitely interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, his brother uh, is the showrunner on Westworld.
1: For Westworld. Yeah.
0: Um, which I'm, I'm now in season three of Westworld. I got to, actually, I'm starting season three of Westworld tonight. Okay. I got to um, catch up. Which is, I mean, up. I mean, how, it's just like something like, uh, like the Avid brothers we were talking about, like how, mm-hmm. how, what the fuck is going on in this house? For real, where, where these this talented of people are are coming out of the same home, like what were they exposed to as kids? What were they? Yeah, <laughs> what's what in the water? There. Yeah, what yeah was, absolutely. What, what, were, what was meal time like? What was it like whenever your kids wind up being Christopher and Jonathan Nolan? Yes,
1: and you know I love stuff where like Jonathan wrote a short story that was Momento, and then Christopher does a movie that's based on the character, but is a completely different time in his life. But he just like they just like you say. What are they feeding those kids to make them work so well together? And then even separate, like two genius writers. It's, yeah, it's really cool.
0: You get like like if you get one person that brilliant in your family, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. When you have two of them that work Absolutely. together, that kind of like bounce things off each other and work together in tandem. Like it's just so unheard of. It's so like amazing. the Cohen brothers. Yeah, you know, there's the Cohen brothers. Those um, rare people. Uh, uh obviously, who uh, the Russo brothers.
1: The Russos, yeah, the Wachowskis, you know. Uh-huh. There's, yep. there's a, like just these incredible. Also, though,
0: I, I wonder with the Wachowskis, like what else went on in that home when they were kids? Because <laughs> – Lots, they, lots I mean, of drugs. I lots of music. drugs. Because, and I'm not talking about the sex changes. I'm talking about the outfits. Oh, and yeah. I'm talking about the hair dyeing. <laughs> and like like i don't care what gender you decide to be what are these fashion choices you're making something's wrong <laughs> damaged inside of you and you would wear that shirt with pink hair and just i don't know uh i, I just worry about these these the wankowskis they're, they're they're waiting they're for cyberpunk times you know <laughs> they are they just can't wait to get <laughs> this implemented. they're just like please implant implant me with something I <laughs> yes want. exactly i'm tired of being all human <laughs> Absolutely. i wonder i wonder if that's what uh just because how they they seem to be like that they seem like they just want to augment themselves
1: yeah absolutely like
0: i wonder if there's going to be any of that in the matrix film which how strange is it that we're getting a matrix movie all these years like, yeah
1: it's so crazy and, and i keep like forgetting about it because it's just you hear the little whispers every now and then the little now, details I, coming out a lot of the,
0: of the reason why now this is something i've read on reddit and you know reddit is a cesspool of bullshit right Uh, there's also a lot of people who do know a lot about the film industry on reddit and there is Mm -hmm. a lot of information that gets leaked out early so my what i've heard is is that disney and marvel want keanu reeves in their stable bad yeah they have ideas for keanu reeves they have they have somebody they want him to play they have something they want i think they want I think they want him for Star Wars and they want him for Marvel. I think they have be smart. all sorts of ideas because he would be such a great old Jedi.
1: Absolutely. And, and he can do all um, his own stunts and shit. Without great. a
0: doubt. I mean, he's yeah. like made to be in Star Wars. Yes. And what I I read that Warner Brothers keeps pushing more John Wicks and now they've greenlit this Matrix film to keep him Trying to
1: hold contract. on to him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Keep him in contract over there so they can keep... Cause they cause you know, he's one of the most beloved people on the internet too. Yeah, And like,
1: he's had such a Renaissance just uh, in his personality, not even yes. including the wick films and, and what he's doing like with cyberpunk and stuff like just him as a entity has had a huge explosion in the last five years. Like,
0: yes, he is. He is one of those people that, I mean, whenever the, like the entirety of Reddit loves you, mm-hmm. you are at a different level. Like yeah, when you are absolutely. just like, when you are almost like the poster child for niceness, Mm-hmm. yep and kindness to strangers and just like what there there are just countless stories of people running into keanu reeves and having a wonderful experience yeah he's it's like who like we endless. wish celebrities
1: were you know yeah
0: he's it's who we wish everyone was kind of yeah he's like the kind of dude who's just like yeah you know I feel like I'm making too much in this movie. I'm just going to donate most of it to the stunt
2: people. (laughs) Right.
0: To the stunt people. Yeah, they do a lot of hard work. Okay, fair enough, dude. That's cool. (laughs) That's fucking real cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, the dude's on another level.
0: He is. He really is. And, I mean, I wonder who they've got him pegged for in Marvel. I wonder who they they would want him to play. (laughs) Everyone. Uh, Everyone. Magneto.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. watch of the watcher uh yeah uh, Uh, jeffrey wright is
0: jeffrey wright's the watch the watcher oh yeah nice you remember that Pat oswalt's making a MoDoc show
1: yes i keep forgetting and it's like an animated series it's an animated series yes Yes. that i am so fired up about
0: that and kevin smith's he-man yes are both they both have (laughs) me so excited dude. you look at the cast list of of kevin smith's he-man show that's gonna be fucking crazy absolutely i can't believe that it's so cool, and like a lot of the stuff that we're getting that's awesome is because we've gone to streaming and that there's just not as mm-hmm. many rules and there's not as many limitations now, yeah, on what people it, can make content wise like
1: you can fit into niches easier because niches are now more accessible, you know it's just, so everybody yeah. can find the thing they want, which allows creators to create what they want it's yeah, it's great,
0: there's a space for. The Big Bang Theory, but now there's a space for other stuff too.
1: Yes, like a Modoc cartoon, yeah. <laughs> of all things, yeah.
0: So awesome. Um, talking about Disney, though, uh, pretty crazy thing that with Disney releasing Hamilton a year, like a year a plus year, early. Yeah. It's like 18 almost months. A year, yeah, almost year, like 15 or something months, yeah, like almost a year and a half early. Yes. Um, which is a great move for them because they, are, they have no original content. Right, absolutely. This couldn't have come at a worse fucking time for them.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and, and like not to shit on the Mando documentary because it is an incredible series, but it's like seeing that that's what they're having to 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 throw out as quickly as possible because they yeah. don't have any new content in. Because right now we should be again. going
0: through. We should be going through a Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we should be getting ready for. I can't think of what. I can't remember if Loki came first or WandaVision came first, but like I
1: think Loki was supposed to come first. Yeah, all that,
0: the, all three of them are supposed to be by the end of the year.
1: Yep, and now they're all being and pushed to. All
0: pushed till next year. Yeah, and or is of Winter Soldier might be pushed to fall. I can't remember now, but okay. like that—that that is just man. It's it's COVID has really put a damper on. I mean, what's going to happen with Mando season two? We were told that we're going to be getting that.
1: Well, uh, thankfully it wrapped like, in March, so it was like right before shit really got crazy. The filming was done, so all they got to do is put it
0: together. So, so all these casting announcements already. that we're getting, these people have already filmed?
1: Yes, as far as I know. And uh, that's the thing that's really interesting, okay. too, though, is a lot of these casting announcements. Even technically, Rosario Dawson's announcement as Ahsoka are not official from right. Disney. They're just all leaks from people who are supposedly working on the sets, mm-hmm. and since Disney's not coming out and being like, no, it's all a bunch of shit, we're just kind of going, okay, that they must be in the show. But right. yeah, I, I believe it's already been done, so these leaks are from stories of people who've already worked on set and did the filming and such.
0: Word um, on the street of Katie Sackhoff?
1: Yes, as Bo-Katan, which uh-huh. she has to. I mean, we have to know, I, okay, this is something that I wanted to bring up, I think a lot of these big casting things that we're seeing are going to be flashbacks uh okay particularly because Bo is the last person until we know in rogue one that they have a a hold of the dark saber she's the last one to have it so we need to know where bo katan loses it and ahsoka being in that time period i know that they say that uh tomorrow morrison's going to be boba fett which can work uh but i also could see him being old man rex in a flashback uh it would almost make more sense even if we're going back to mandalore uh you know um
0: that's true i mean it's uh, all yeah. the same face
1: and th- my big question is is ray stevenson going to show up my man is gar saxon in the cartoons right. uh and he's he looks like the character like they've modeled him after in the same way they've modeled uh beau after katie stackoff mm-hmm. so i'm hoping to see some more of those fun animated characters show up uh in live action I think it's great
0: and now timothy oliphant
1: yes which i'm really interested to see who's going to be uh I know that uh, you would suppose maybe uh, Dangar, which is possible.
2: He or Dash be, Rindar.
1: Or Dash, Dash yeah. Rindar would be interesting because he's, yeah, uh, yeah the uh, EU character so far. So it's to be cool to see him come back. Uh, he could just be a Mandalorian, you know, a you handsome, handsome Mando with a helmet off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just excited that they're, they're stacking it with these these people you know it's like we saw all these good cameos last season but i imagine that oliphant would be a little bit more than just a cameo but uh it's all speculation at this point i'm just so fucking fired up about any of it i don't care i want all of it i'm so excited yeah. for another season two
0: yeah i would i would say the same thing oliphant is a pretty big name especially in the world of tv and you know mm-hmm. and, um it, it seems like and you know so is katie sackoff
2: and yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: I mean, I mean battlestar galactica is still a huge yep. piece of pop culture and um I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of it is told through flashbacks throughout the season. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, not or at just, least, not you know, intercutting. just a small thing, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, back and forth. A lot of back and forth. I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, uh, Oliphant in the current time mm-hmm. do, working with Mando and then things flashing back to, like, what happened with the Darksaber in the mm-hmm. past and, and what's happening with Din the Darksaber right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How we get from, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they play into Maul's time on Mandalore. You know, we see Din mm-hmm. picked up by a, uh, a member of uh, the, the Death Squad and uh, Death Watch rather. And like, you know, they're pre-Maul, but there's such a small time frame between Death Watch falling and Maul coming in. And right. you know, so I'm really excited to see how they pull all this together. It's, it's going to be very cool, especially now that they've ended the Clone Wars and the way that they
0: did with the Mandalorian plotline. Um, and that's that's something else. If you're listening to this and you watch The Mandalorian and you've never watched Clone Wars, you really need to watch The Clone Wars before this yeah. next season of Mandalorian. Watch all seven Absolutely. Seasons. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I had a hard time getting to Clone Wars because I fucking hate the animation style. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I think it looks so cereal box bullshit when I look at it. The show is undeniable. The storylines and plot yes. lines are undeniable. It is Particularly so those good. last
1: three seasons are mm-hmm. so good. Uh, and I think the animation style, it gets better. I mean, it's really clunky early on. But yeah, I, I was, it does. I, it
0: does get I learned, smoother.
1: I learned something interesting uh, recently that, you know, there was the uh, Just Clone Wars micro series that came out on YouTube. Yes. uh that was done by uh gindy Tartakovsky of mm-hmm. uh, dexter's lab fame, so the c g show was actually loosely based on his art style, the very square jaws, long necks, and right. that kind of thing. They were trying to capture his two d style in three d right. which he has such a distinct style it's very weird when you make it three d and also very like low pixel that was like the first time they were really doing a show like that mm-hmm. uh on the level that they were doing. Um, but this final season talking about like action sequences and shit, there are some amazing winners in a lot of these fight scenes that just, they really have evolved the art style quite a bit. It's, it's
0: it's a lot of, it's the star Wars that a lot of people are griping that they're not getting.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The, the way it's just
0: animated and, and 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 even rebels rebels is very good.
1: Rebels has so much cool, weird esoteric force shit. It's like Mm -hmm. all these people that, that are like really wishing that you could dive into weird, uh, like force sort of things they need to see the mortis arc in season six of clone wars and look at just any of rebels especially the last half they go into so much cool force shit that we just don't get anywhere else you know and it's totally worth looking past the silly animation plus right. so many on-screen deaths in clone wars it's a kid's show i've never seen so many people die on screen in a kid's yeah. show before i it's don't think so it's, I, violent. Don't, I don't
0: think of it as a kid's show i think it's an no, animation no. show for adults well, it's Star Wars
1: anyway, you know, Lucas oh, always star, says it's yeah, for kids, it's, but it's Star Wars is for yeah, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: absolutely is. Yeah. Um, something that wasn't on our list uh, is the fact that they did announce officially that Taika is getting his own Star Wars film.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about that.
0: So I'm really, I am too. I'm really, and I'm, I'm excited to now start to see where Star Wars goes now that we're not locked into this uh, trilogies of mm-hmm. Skywalker films.
1: Yes, me too. Uh, so
0: I'm an to see, like, what what oh, I just think that I think this is so cool that we're going to get to a point where Star Wars has been something that is part of, part of pop culture for forty some years now. Um, mm-hmm. These people that are like people like Taika and Bryce uh, mm-hmm. Dallas How- Howard and um, all these people, like, they don't know a world without Star Wars. They've lived this like, right. they have their entire lives. They are fans of this, and now like. We are, they're going to open the door to, like we've talked about, like basically we're getting high-budget fan films.
2: Absolutely. We're yeah, getting fan what fiction what done is by Ty real
0: artists. This guy who's made all these other cool things, he's also a Star Wars fan. What's he wanted to do yep. his whole life? What has he been like, man, if I could do a Star Wars film, I would do this. And oh, we get and that. We're we're get Rock. a lot of that.
1: Yeah, we're going to get some of the most fun shit and that's the thing that I really like, you know, talking about getting away from uh, sort of the the Skywalker stuff and opening it up. I think that this starts to lead in that world we've always talked about, where we can do genre films in the Star Wars universe the same way that Marvel has done. Mm-hmm. You know, where where is our cool spy thriller in the Star Wars universe? You know, where is our you know the Huts as a Godfather film is the thing I keep yes. pitching, but you know, like just it opens a, a comedy, an actual comedy film. That, yeah. You know that kind of thing. It really does open up the doors to whatever these incredible artists are willing to do with this just beautiful universe it's so fucking great i can't wait
0: <laughs> so something i want to talk about real quick that we haven't talked about but i've read i read articles about this this morning um is that apparently snyder has has shown the snyder cut oh it is he has it's shown, real. He, and he has had meetings with warner brothers about it at this point
1: so are we really going to so get this released finally? Is this the they, thing?
0: The things I read today say that it's not a matter of if or when. It's they're just trying to figure out how to distribute this. Mm. How to distribute a movie that's different, that's already come out. And right. it, like, this is unprecedented, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, supposedly, um, they said that they, uh, oh, they've, they've requested reshoots already. Oh, Really? That's how real this is, yeah. They're, Holy shit. They're, they're pushing out reshoots for him at this point. So he's like trying to get... I
1: was thinking that it was off. just stuff on the floor you know, that they were th- trying to pull back together. I didn't realize they were full on.
0: No, That's he's... Insane. The internet has talked so loud that they're listening. I mean, people are, people are posting billboards and shit in LA about it. That's crazy. You know, like release the Snyder Cut. People are like, nah, fuck it. Now, don't get me wrong. Man. I don't... I, I just have a hard time believing it could be that much better of a movie.
1: I mean, wow. let's look at the rest of Snyder's DC works. And I yeah. mean, honestly, the parts I like of Justice League are the parts I can go, oh, that's Joss. <laughs> you know? More so it, likely, yeah. It's like, uh, I'm interested because, like you say, it is like a weird precedent uh, that we've never seen before. But, you know, I don't know if we're all going to have our skirts blown up by it either. <laughs> you know? Right. so
0: I'll go. I mean, I want to go see oh, it. I yeah. want to see, see what the deal is. But, like, it is, it is 100% moving forward.
1: It's so interesting.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's yeah. just, well, you know, it's another one of those things where it's just like, what's Warner brothers got to put in theaters?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Th- this they is have a product the that they can sell
0: that they can just, all they have to do is do some reshoots mm-hmm. and they can release something that the internet is clamoring for.
1: And there's always going to be that baseline of people like us that are going to go see a comic book movie. Yeah. Even if it's just to see what this one is like, you know, what this all about. So at yeah. the end of the day, they're going to make money back just from doing a little bit of work. It's pretty great. <laughs>
0: So DC uh, also announced that they're going to re- continue Swamp Thing on the CW. Oh, yeah. I'm which is, which kinda... is very, very strange to me because of HBO Max. Yeah. And the fact that all those, D, like Titans and stuff, is all going to HBO Max. Yeah. Um, they they must have changed their minds and believe in this show now.
1: I, I mean, I think... Uh part of the problem was them trying to push their own service and people weren't buying it. And it doesn't matter how fucking cool Swamp Thing was or how close to the Alan Moore plotline it was going to be. It wasn't going to be, and none of the things that they've released so far, the thing that was going to make people go buy the DC app over say Disney. Um, And uh, I mean, they got stuff like the Harley Quinn show, which is apparently some of the best like Harley Quinn shit we've had in a long time and little things that could push, but, Obviously, if they're moving things to HBO Max, get, they, they feel like they can probably recoup it a little bit easier without it being the thing that they're banking their whole uh, you know, uh, personal app on. Yeah. Um, and I think actually C, CW is kind of a perfect place for Swamp Thing because it, it doesn't necessarily have to be as uh, quote-unquote gritty and adult as Titans is trying to be. Uh, but it does need to be as fucking weird and off the rails as they make things like Legends of Tomorrow and Flash
0: isn't that funny that that's what the cw has become
1: yeah right it's like the weird dc stuff is it's all-
0: a comic book channel yeah the cw started as the wb <laughs> yes and it was where you watched fucking gilmore girls in dawson's creek yep and bozo and now, on saturday morning yeah and now all of a sudden and like as we say this whatever, like the whole time you're talking about swamp thing like all i think of is swamp thing on the cw and i see him like walking out of the swamp in slow-mo and just he like? Doo, doo,
2: doo, doo,
0: doo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to win. you know, Film's not too town. far from Dawson's Creek, uh, the first but, season. So yeah, I know it'd be awesome if they if they shot it in your hometown. They changed what Swamp Thing was about. It's, it's, about <laughs> it's just a high white teenagers, drop. <laughs> with white, white high school teenagers with problems. The Swamp on CW. The Swamp, yes. <laughs> oh, that's what they would call it too. <laughs> You never know who will betray <laughs> who in the swamp.
1: Oh man, is he a prepubescent boy, or is he actually a plant creature that thinks
0: he's a prepubescent boy? Uh, they could do a lot of jokes about boners and growth <laughs> of, of, of vines.
1: Well, you know, I mean, there there was that whole uh, run in the Alan Moore bit where he, um, you know, births a. Uh, Flower that makes uh, his girlfriend trip when she eats it, and it's the closest thing to sex they can have. I think there's all kinds of good teen romantic heartthrob plots you could pull out of that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Steamy botany. So when are they going to announce that Robert Pattinson is going to (laughs) leave the Batman to now be on Swamp Thing?
1: Swamp Thing's lean and ripped. He just has the Swamp Thing face, but Robert Pattinson's body. You know,
0: Not even really the face. Just so much (laughs) as just like some green makeup. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they like painted a vine along his ri-
0: and really, really sexy red uh, contact lenses. <laughs> and that's it. And he just he's like, and he just says things like, "Yeah, I'm swamp thing." Yeah, I'm just over here. I'm swamp thing. That's all he really says. is just like he says I'm, that he's swamp I'm, thing. I'm damp. I'm damp. I live in a swamp. I'm swamp. I don't thing. Know how you feel about it? I got a joke. CW, an we got ideas. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Get at
0: me. We I gotta, know what my, the youth is looking for these days.
1: I can finally use my spec script for the Swamp Thing Riverdale crossover I've been waiting for.
0: So the thing is with with HBO Max, like, and you know specifically like the big ones: HBO Max, Netflix, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, yeah, Amazon Prime, and even Hulu. I would say, Hulu, I yeah. Five. Um, you know. Just over the past, you know, now with this, like almost the past 18 months, the st- what streaming is has changed. Yes. Um, where there used to be one place where you went to get everything, mm-hmm. which was, you know, Netflix ruled the roost. That was it, yeah. Now all this stuff has changed. And now like even even something like the NBC app is going to be, that's where the office yes. is going to go. So, and, and you
1: got CBS doing its thing, yeah.
0: So uh, all these things that aren't, original programming, mm-hmm. um, it's all just a bidding war. And it's all just who, you know, and like now you have to think all these people have to be like, well, where's friends going to be, where right. is the office going to be, where is, you know, this or that. So like, it, it's really, it's really interesting that now all these, all this third party stuff is now spread out. The mm-hmm. streaming services are really going to have to get down to who makes the best original content.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Because otherwise, well, or who can afford the best uh, you know, rights? Who's going to get Friends yes. or Seinfeld or The Office? Mm-hmm. Like those really big... Yeah. Uh, but it's it's very interesting looking at it because it's one of those things in the 90s we used to talk about the idea of a la carte cable, pay for only uh. the channels that you wanted to have. And uh, now it's kind of like that where you're getting which streaming service has the show that I want and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. you're paying the amount that you were trying to cut uh, the cord of for a cable package just to get the three main sitcoms you want to watch right. across multiple Absolutely. streaming apps. It's very interesting. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years we start seeing package deals that basically are just the new cable package. HBO, right. Get your HBO and Netflix together, get your Amazon and Hulu. We, we're already seeing
0: that. See, Hulu already does a thing where you can,
1: that's Hulu, right. You, you do add
0: H- your HBO, you HGN, yeah, like your Showtime, uh, I, think, I think. And Epics.
1: Yes. Epics as well. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah. So you can add all that kind of stuff through that. And Hulu is tied in with Disney. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be some, they'll be crossing over these things at some point.
1: Absolutely. But, but it's,
0: it's, it's strange. Like it's, it's so spread out now that I wonder, like, I feel like that people are going to seasonally get apps mm. like, mm-hmm. like well, I need to make sure that I have Netflix during Stranger Things. Yes. And then I'm going to make sure that I've got, you know, I want to have Disney. I'll have Disney all the time with my kids. Yeah. But like like different ones, like, you know, when, like, that's how I am with HBO. Like once I finish Westboro, I'll cancel HBO
1: right yeah you know this uh, like i think john oliver right now because it is something that i keep up with on a week to week basis the only reason why i'm still paying for hbo instead of right. getting it in chunks the shows i want to watch you know and i think that that's where we're starting to see more things like um streaming services releasing their shows weekly as if they were a network uh in the way that like disney does mando and and even hulu does some of its stuff but that's how they get you to stay a little longer you're gonna have to be on there now for six weeks or eight weeks as opposed to the one week it takes you to finish and binge a show yeah um so you do something like you get Hulu just so you can watch Solar Opposites. You're done in a week. You know. But you got right. Disney, then you're going to have to stick however long it takes for the rest of the Mando documentary to come out. How so, is
0: Solar Opposites?
1: I think it's a lot of fun. You know, I think that um, when you look at Rick and Morty and you hear about one of the guys is going to do another project, what we really secretly want is Harmon, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's, it's Rick and Morty, but not quite as smart. Like It's got a lot of the same goof ups stuff, but it doesn't think as deeply philosophically as Rick and Morty does. Right, okay. um, I think it's, it's fun in how it uses gimmicky sci-fi, and uh, it's got some of the most spectacular gore I've seen in a cartoon in a long time. I, I think it's a lot of fun, and it's definitely worth watching. Um, but it's not going to be like... I don't think it's going to be the, the uh, mind-blowing hit that Rick and Morty is just because it, it doesn't have as much to think on. You know, it really is more mm-hmm. of a silly sitcom, um, but it's definitely worth watching. But I like Aliens, so... And Aliens saying fuck and cunt and bleeding things up <laughs> definitely win for me, so... Yeah,
0: fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it looks like, speaking of which, like with people having to stand out in the streaming wars, for me, Netflix is going to win a lot of fucking fucking <laughs> awards if they're going to keep doing... It seems like they're pushing towards community. Yes. Um, Joel McHale has basically come out and said, we're talking with Netflix. Yeah. And Harmon has yep. said So is
1: Harmon. So mm-hmm. Gillian Jacobs said they just needed a script and a budget, and she's on, you know.
0: And and I think Dan Harmon's got it pretty much plotted out. I mean, oh, he just I'm has sure. to write a final script for it, I think. So, man, it's going to happen. And, like, to me, like that's the thing about Netflix is that Netflix has done, they made stranger things, but stranger things is one of my favorite mm-hmm. things. I love, I love it. It's right. just something like before Absolutely. Stranger things happened. I, I, we used to talk about, it and I used to say, you know, something we need, there's no Amblin kids mm-hmm. in a, a situation bigger than themselves. Goonies close. You right. know, so there's nothing like that. And, and like, and then here comes stranger things and it's just like scratches. I love it. So exactly much. that. Yeah. And, and, uh, I don't know where I was going with. It. Oh, and but like the big thing that they've done is like bringing these things back, mm-hmm. like bringing Arrested Development back. Yes, we we even though those new seasons haven't been that great, we should not forget that Netflix did that.
1: Yes, absolutely. A company listening to something that...
0: like that, they listened to people so much that they brought yes. back Arrested Development for people. Yes that's remarkable it, when you think it's
1: mind-blowing it. yeah absolutely a show that that even at its most popular was only popular again as a niche thing yeah but for them to go no but those people who love the show they realize that the fanatics are mm-hmm. fucking frothing for it and mm-hmm. they, they gave us some more
0: and, and i like to think that they're probably fans themselves i like oh, think it's part of them that want to see it get made also you know and i feel like that's how it is with community too
1: yeah for sure I mean, also can, that
0: it's blown the fuck up since it went to Netflix,
1: yes, absolutely. It's getting a whole new audience that never had seen before. It's really great to see it see so much life again. All the memes I'm seeing on reddit yes. now it's like it really feels like you know all that time that we would talk to about community with each other, and that was because we were the only ones who watched it, and now we're actually yep. seeing like everybody getting into it. It's fucking great
0: it's obviously something that's something uh that has benefited from everyone being home, and it goes mm-hmm. to Netflix at the exact same time. For sure. And you know, yeah. I've had, I mean, I've posted so much community shit over the past six, seven years of my life on social networking that I have had people, out of nowhere, message me and just like, "Man, you were right. This show is fucking hilarious," or "This right. show is very or, or endearing," or you know, or whatever it is, you know, like, and oh, I'm so happy to see all this, you know, we're, we the the table read, we should be able to oh yeah tomorrow i think right doesn't that get released tomorrow they did it friday i believe yeah um maybe it's maybe i'm wrong on that but uh and then now we're we're gonna wind up getting a movie we're gonna wind up getting six seasons in a movie like it took time but it's gonna happen and it's so cool it really is that like that things like that are possible nowadays
1: and it's funny because like one of the big jokes right now uh, in our current state of life is that we're living in the darkest timeline. But who would have thought that the darkest timeline would actually give us the community movie? Like, yeah. it's it's so great. It's not that dark, you know, at the end of the
0: day. It sucks, but man, I'm really happy to be here too.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know,
0: same kind of thing. Um, uh, we got some more stuff on that. We might skip some of this stuff. We're getting a little long in the tooth, I feel like. But uh, okay, uh, there's a lot of really kind of alarming information coming out of rob leafield about the po- about what's going to happen <laughs> to deadpool
1: yeah i also read an article today where he was kind of like he'd say as, as in so many words saying he's talking out of his ass um, Okay, and good. He's just and that he's just being cynical like he actually doesn't know anything what okay. he does know is that there isn't any current talks about deadpool 3 being in the works but that doesn't mean that it is an impossibility or that Disney is ignoring it. Well, that there's, was just life there's no talks of him
0: involved.
1: Right, and that's a big part of it as well. I think he's just a little bit salty that no one's brought him up yet, but I don't think anybody's brought up Deadpool 3 other than those of us who want to see it happen. Disney, for huh. sure, has not said anything about it. Disney's but got a lot on their,
0: on their fucking plate right now.
1: Absolutely. You know, everybody does, but I, I also don't think that, uh, you know... Um, them being quiet about it necessarily means... I mean, again, they haven't officially announced that Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka. So you know, right. they keep things close to the chest yeah. to begin with. Uh, but yeah, I think Layfield, was he. his quote was something like, he wished that he would have lied to people. Basically, he thinks that what he needs to do is sugarcoat things and say, it might be coming, it might be coming, when he really doesn't know either way whether it is or not, and he just is making assumptions, and he kind of said that himself. So um, I think that Disney would be... Stupid not to do something with Deadpool
0: three. The biggest R rated films of all time, yeah, probably.
1: Absolutely, I mean, it, would, it would be. Yeah. And and I mean, again, even when they did the um, the Once Upon a Deadpool or whatever, it still uh-huh. did pretty well. It did well enough to I justify them doing it, you know. So I think that they could easily, even if they wanted to do a theatrical release of a PG thirteen Deadpool three, and then do an R rated release on fucking Hulu. They're not going to drop this franchise. It would be really dumb. Yeah.
0: Whatever happened to those good old days when a movie would come out and then the unrated version would come out
1: yes absolutely and that's exactly what Hulu is for for them you know i mean that's they they have fxx they've got these things that they're they have a mature things they're releasing adult fox films they're just not doing it under the disney banner specifically they can have a marvel fox film that's the unrated version of deadpool i don't see why that wouldn't happen at all you know i mean they
0: they still kept they don't they took the fox out of it they have they have you know 20th century century pictures and they mm -hmm. have searchlight pictures yeah you know, they could release enemies, something like that. It doesn't, I mean, it's the other ones aren't connected to the MCU. It doesn't have to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, it would be fun to see Deadpool show up. But again, that's like, I think that was what they were doing when they did the Once Upon a Deadpool anyway. They were testing the waters to see if he could work in a PG-13 function, if people sure. would even accept that in the first place. But that doesn't mean that they're dropping Deadpool as a whole or even dropping mature Deadpool. You know, we don't right.
0: How do you feel about the fact that the next Mad Max movie is a Furiosa prequel that doesn't have Max in it or Charlize Mm -hmm. Theron?
1: Uh, I, I, I'm i 100% down regardless, man. You tell I me George, George Miller is I making a thing that's post-apocalyptic. I don't give a fuck. George Miller can make it... Look, Happy Feet fucking ruled. George Miller is incredible. I don't care what he makes, but... I'd like to have seen his so, Justice League. Oh, same, man. That would have been so interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he obviously cares about this character. He started working on a script for Furiosa before they started filming uh, fucking Fury Road. Like He yeah. has an idea in mind for this character and the world she'll be inhabiting. Um, I think that, yeah, Charlize brought a lot to the table, but having a younger actress do her own thing with it and be a less jaded, young Furiosa going through the things that turned her into Charlize, I'm down for all of that shit, man. If, uh, they, he th-
0: if he thinks it's a good idea, I believe in it.
1: Same, and everyone's on board. His DP is on board. Right. They're using like three times the cars that they had. and they are, you know, they're, they're doing all of the, the production times 10 on this. He really wants to make this thing work, so he puts that passion behind it i'm fucking down come on babes incredible everything george miller does is good
0: i'm not everything good. Everything. <laughs> did he be pig in the city also yes yeah he did he did both yeah wow.
1: you know and, and he's like he's getting close to 75 which does uh-huh. kind of worry me that it's like god i hope he has the time to fucking do this it is right. a big ass project but fury road was a big project too and that was what only like 10 or so years ago.
0: So right. Know, there's a huge difference geriatric. between 65 and 75.
1: Though. <laughs> that's, that's true. Absolutely. You know, those 10
0: years are fucking rough on a body. It seems yeah. like, no, that's the year. It's right. also a little bit different when you're rich yeah and
1: he's also the director it's not like he's yeah. out there uh doing the stunts and stuff you know he's just sitting in the, the tent looking he at he is the director
0: and... but he also films these fucking movies on the surface of mars
1: yeah that's true <laughs>
0: In the middle of the fucking outback you know like
1: but he's used to it man that's you know that he is. A person he's a
0: fucking lizard he's one of those goddamn <laughs> he's one of those fucking aussies
1: he's just dried leather incarnate you know
0: um he's australian isn't he I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I it'd mean, be, he made these Australian yes, films. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yes,
1: it'd be crazy if he was like the most influential Australian director worldwide. <laughs> He's like, not actually from there, but I believe he is.
0: Did you see the Unreal Engine 5 demo video?
1: I did. I uh, I did, and I was actually kind of intrigued by that. Uh, I'm usually not one to be like, ooh, graphics, because I wear glasses and can't see shit anyway. Um, I but, you know, thought about that. I'm a gameplay forward guy and I always have been. Um, so every time there's like a new boost in graphics, I'm like, cool. It's pretty, you know, but uh, the way that they were showing the lighting effects and, and that kind of stuff was very, very interesting. I I like how dynamic everything was, Uh but what really sold me on it was the fucking soundscapes, man. The, the, surround sound that they had working on it and the different like little tones and the sound of her patting her pants when she got up on the shit like yes. that stuff is i think that making the audio as deep as they keep trying to make the graphics is going to be uh, uh just as big of a deal in gaming you know um but i'm excited to see you know how it works you know i'm i'm a cynical bastard having watched so many uh pre-rendered videos that have turned out to be absolute horse shit over all the oh years. oh
0: my god so many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so many times you're but, like, "Oh uh, my god, this is the greatest game I've ever seen. This looks like real life." And then you get it, and it's yes. fucking horrible.
1: Like this is this is not the video. I, Killzone does not look like this. Yeah, no. you know. So it, it's like I am a little hesitant, but the idea of them talking about using like uh, the cinema level um, assets and stuff like that, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I do really, and like as a glasses guy, I always think about this stuff that like our eyes can really only process like a little past 10k. Right. And even if you get an 8K television, what did I say? You have to sit two feet away from a 50-inch 8K television to actually get uh, the the whole reason why we have it to be upscaled like that. Right, right. So it's like it's not really practical to be focusing all on the graphics and the lighting. But what I hope it does is make it easier for programmers, and also just make things like faster, faster load times. Uh, less about the particle effects and more about what you can do in the environments and and that kind of stuff. So I'm excited to see them uh, deal with that stuff more than just the lights, you know, or whatever. But it's definitely impressive.
0: Yeah, I thought it was the same way. I thought it looked fucking awesome. I think uh, I don't know. I like you said though. Like I I really I also really more appreciate like pushing forward how we play games. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, boy, it looks beautiful. And like I just Absolutely. I'm so one direction right now with video gaming i'm not i'm on an xbox mm. and i'm playing all, i'm playing all the subscription services so i subscribe to right game pass and ea um nice. i've been just a year of ea is like 20 bucks or yeah it's not bucks bad at all there's um, plenty of games i've been jumping on that stuff but like when the next gen thing happens i'm going ps5 and the reason being is is spider-man yep yeah it all comes down to spider-man for me i had so much fun playing that game i can't wait to see what the next one's going to look like with these fucking Strange. graphics and venom and everything i cannot fucking wait for the next spider-man game
1: well i might have some uh secret information that you didn't know yet uh, at least we didn't have on the docket did you hear about um a cute little rumor of daredevil being a game oh really yeah, so there was like a tweet that was very cheeky from uh, somebody that was posting out like, um, you know, what sort of superhero game do you think would be important or whatever. And Troy Baker, the voice actor, had tweeted to um, one of the guys from Marvel Entertainment and uh, said like, wink, wink. And he's, and the, the guy responded to Troy Baker, uh, you, sir, are a man without fear. Now, none of that actually says anything but the fact that two people very prominent in gaming are thinking about and talking about some daredevil shit makes it seem like that could be something they're looking forward to so
0: yeah but that guy can fuck off we need charlie cox to do that voice oh yeah you
1: know i love me some charlie cox i think you look i'm not gonna shit on troy baker for anything that dude is one no, of the no, most no. hard fucking voice actors in he's, the world he's a goddamn um,
0: jordan of, uh, voice <laughs> he game.
1: really is uh but yeah no i mean I, I love charlie and i just want him to be daredevil again because i really yeah. liked him in the role um but uh Either way, it'd be kind of a cool thing. I'd like to see what a Daredevil game would be like, uh, especially if they're working with the same kind of people that worked on um, you know, Spider-Man and put the same kind of passion into it that they put into Spider-Man. Now, but, we will uh, be
0: getting the Avengers game before next gen.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm still hesitant about that game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Tell I think, me why. Well, all we've really seen so far are very predetermined videos. There isn't any sort yes. of like... Actual organic gameplay that's been shown, and, and that in and of itself, again, going back to my cynical gaming nature, kind of worries me. Um, but there is there is a single player mode with a good story apparently. Yep. But what they're focusing on is going to be the the sort of m- uh, multiplayer aspect of it. That's going to be more like an MMO, and mm-hmm. is going to be more a uh, sort of like Anthem in the way that they want you to do like the game is service thing loot crates right. and so i'm really worried that because yeah. this has been a big thing in games is focusing on that games of service concept that the story's going to be a good 10 hours long and be kind of fun and mostly on rails and then it, the rest of it be about this like sort of half ass memorpoga um yeah. so i i hope that's not the case i hope we get a really fucking cool action game i hope that it's like you know as exciting to me as as putting my hands on jedi fallen order was and like getting to be a character in that world i'd love to do that with the avengers but man i don't know these games of service things have really started to to make me really uncomfortable with uh, how companies are monetizing themselves and focusing on certain aspects but big time it looks pretty you know and, and i think that if it plays the way that it looks uh, and we'll have a blast with it
0: but have you looked at uh, iron man vr at all
1: i have not no
0: that's gonna be really cool that's pre- coming out for playstation vr okay so you're in the Iron Man uh, uh, Iron Man armor.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, that's Yeah, cool. and
0: yeah it, there's there's trailers for it.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I have to look that so up. So you
0: have to check it out. It looks it looks pretty bad. It's a lot of like flight combat. Okay. You know, I'm starting matter. to finally
1: look at VR. Uh, uh, it's finally starting to move in the direction where it's working the way it should. Like I struggled with it. I, I had the
0: PS VR
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it I threw up. Uh,
1: oh, really? The motion stuff was bad?
0: You really need to stand up and no. you need to move your body a little bit because the whole – No. It takes some – and also the first time I played it, I played it for like 40 minutes and like nonstop. Right. And you, have to, you have to kind of let your body get used to it because like your, your, your eyes are sensing motion but your inner ear isn't and it can really – Oh, yeah. I had to go – left through up. And I had to go lay down in bed for a while. Like it really – Holy shit. Me. It took me a while before I got to where I could play it and I just – it was when max was little just I didn't i didn't get into it and i saw i it.
1: could definitely see it fucking with your equilibrium like that yeah because
0: yeah.
1: i haven't really like tested it myself because i've just really honestly been waiting on the latency thing like you know it's i don't want to play a thing that is completely dependent on my motion and the motion is not one-to-one that's the reason why i was stayed away from every motion control we've ever fucking had uh because it's just it feels more like a gimmick when it's not working correctly you know yeah. um but uh you know looking at stuff like the the demos for alex the new uh, half-life um vr and there are a couple of other games that just like looks like they're finally getting it right but man that's interesting the equilibrium being fucked up that hard man
0: Woo. and i know everyone's different but boy that first couple times i played it i was sicker than fuck mm. yeah interesting uh one last thing that we have on our list is just avatar why
1: mm, yeah why good god
0: why are we doing this? Why are Fil- camera? Why are you doing this?
1: And he's not only just working on Avatar 2, He's he's filming two through five, just one after another. Yeah. Like like, we're yeah. really gonna care that fucking much? Like <laughs> like, we care for it too.
0: It was a big deal. I don't think that he realized that Avatar was a big deal because three D had just come back. That's the only reason. The yeah. Movie- Crazy. Are there people out there that are just clamoring for four more fucking Avatar movies?
1: <laughs> My stepbrother.
0: Uh, <laughs> I is love he him. A big, is he a big fucking Avatar He guy?
1: loves Avatar. I love him to death, but the dude he's, you know, he's a big uh like you know, hippie vegan fella. So he's all about like oh, sure. the, the, the nature element of it. And you know, I think it's a beautiful world and it's a very pretty movie, but it sure. is like Look, we go back to talking about, like, Michael Bacon direct action. James Cameron is a very good action director. I mean, the Terminator movies are fucking incredible. Aliens, Abyss. But his dialogue is some of the fucking worst in Hollywood. It is fucking
0: hard. No, then there was never a moment. Think about this, dude. Think about this for real. There was never a moment, because he's James Cameron. He's Mm. James fucking Cameron. So he doesn't get questioned. You know what no. I mean? Like yes. He's like, he's like they like Kevin Smith talks about that with Prince, about like how mm-hmm. Prince Prince wasn't a dick. He'd just been Prince for so long. He didn't know what, like why he didn't have things.
1: Exactly. He's has been,
0: been a fucking Hollywood royalty since the fucking 80s. Yes. So like he doesn't know, and there's no, and she, I feel like he's just surrounded by yes men because Absolutely. someone should have told him that unobtainium was the dumbest fucking name <laughs> for a mineral that these people are looking for. It's the most so on-the-nose, dipshit fucking idea for something. Once I heard that, I was like, I am like, I can't take this whole movie seriously.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it no, it's...
0: That a fucking third grader would come up well, with.
1: Well, it, it Hi, makes it Hi. feel like it's a parody of that type of film yes! at the end of the day. You know? It seems
0: but, fucking so stupid. Like, it's really, so
1: self-serious, you know? It is.
0: We like, oh. must get the unobtanium. It's really called unobtanium, guys? Yep. Who was who the person that dis- that discovered it and decided to name it Unobtainium?
1: <laughs> well, I, I finally obtained this thing. I wonder what we should call it. Obtainium? No, no. Unobtainium. unobtainium.
0: Like, why would we call it that? Because in the future, some of these guys are going to be looking for it.
1: It might as well have been called, like,
0: MacGuffinium. Yes. You know? <laughs> like, it's so oh, dumb. It's, it's so, so fucking dumb. And I feel like, I don't know, ugh that Sam Worthington dude just did a string of bad fucking action movies afterwards. Yes. And I mean, the
1: thing that really, the amount of money going into these movies, I mean, they were just showing like a, on, on Twitter, a picture of the cast in like a, this 90 fucking gallon tank that they were filming mocap in They're mocapping in the water, which is insane. They built this tank for the movie. This is just for the second film. And he's got three more coming after that. The amount of money being dumped into this horseshit is criminal. It's so upsetting. It's obviously,
0: and I think that anyone that has their finger even remotely near the pulse realizes that making four of these at the same time is a giant folly. Whoa. And this first one is going to come out and I don't think it's going to do well.
1: They couldn't release a Star Wars film every year for no. more than like three years before it fell apart. They're definitely not going to be able to do that with fucking Avatar franchise. It's not Star going Wars to pay is for one of the so. most beloved things in the history <laughs> yes. of the planet,
0: and they can't f- pull that off. But yet yeah, we're going to get four more. What story is there to tell? The first Avatar mm-hmm. was almost three fucking hours. It what really, fucking yes. story is there to tell for twelve more fucking hours of Avatar?
1: I don't know. Like that yeah, more white saviorness? I don't know. Like it yeah, it's I feel like at one
0: point they're just gonna like reanimate Ferngully and that's one of them. And then yeah, yeah. Do, and like it's so crazy. I can't believe um
1: there's one that's just Titanic, it's but it's on an alien planet.
0: Yeah, it's the exact same thing. There's a just, blue uh <laughs> uh Billy Zane running around. <laughs> That's paint, the and then the third like one those we, turn, girls. we turn it around and the the Navi are the bad guys. Like oh, are they, I, how are they going to do this? Yeah, and, then, I, and then it's on a train.
1: It's reverse. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I I really like. I don't understand what studio head like. Did they just was there a producer that had just been cryogenically frozen since the early two thousands and he was like, "This is it, chomping on a cigar. This is what we got to do." That, that Jim Cameron, he's He's going to do it for us. I really yeah, I cannot see.
0: Uh, They're so stupid. They're just like, remember how much money Avatar made? Now think about how much money movies make now and think how much Avatar is going to make. It's going to make $2 billion. They probably really think that Avatar, each one of them is going to make multiple billions of
1: dollars. Yeah, they probably do.
0: And you know what, dude? We could be totally crazy. This shit might be huge outside of America
1: yeah that's true you know I I really hadn't even thought about the international appeal and that's really kind of what the Hollywood market is based on these days it's our only export
0: yeah it is all we export America's culture yep
1: and and we can't do that currently so uh, yeah you know maybe pumping out a bunch of avatars for you know the overseas market is the only way we're going to save our nation oh my god that's it I don't want to live here anymore oh god Uh, if if avatar is our savior I think we're done
0: we are we are done that's for sure (laughs) Avatar and Joe Exotic. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway,
0: um, well, that's about it. That's about all we got this week. Yeah. Um, hope you guys have enjo- hope you guys enjoyed should. the episode with Jeremy McConaughey. Yeah, it was um, a solid talk. That one dropped on Monday, and this will probably be dropping on Thursday, I'm going to say, or maybe, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, um, give us a little, let, little let, the, let the other one sizzle a little bit, Thursday yeah, or Friday. G- so.
1: Jeremy, breathe a touch, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I so hope you guys have a good weekend. Um, yeah. Even though it's Sunday for us, we'll, we'll, pretend, we'll do that thing where we pretend like it's Friday <laughs> when you guys are listening to this. So we hope you have a good yeah. weekend. Enjoy um, your weekend. Yes. We do have a, 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 a submission for – because Ian discovers a hip-hop album is coming back.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: And we already have a submission from a listener for your next album. So get ready if you need to write this down.
1: Oh, yes, sir. I got my paper ready.
0: Your next album is – uh, by the hip-hop supergroup Czarface. Czarface, C-Z-A-R-F-A-C-E, Okay. which includes Inspected Deck from the Wu-Tang Clan and some other oh. uh, New York rappers. Um, this album is a collaborative album with British-American rapper MF Doom. Oh. So this album is called Czarface Meets Metal Face. <laughs> okay. This came out a couple years ago. Um it is very, very good. Uh, it is some real New York hip-hop. Um, Sweet. It is not... And, and, and the thing with Zarface is they very much... Um, their albums are comic book, structured, and pro-wrestling oh. themed. Oh, shit. So I'm those, already on board. You're going to really enjoy this stuff. Yeah, um, this is going to be fun. Um, the big singles off this album were Nautical Depth and Bomb Throne. Those are... uh. uh uh, a couple of the tunes on there. Some of uh, Open Mike Eagle and Vinny Paz are both uh, uh, featured on the album. They're they're guests on a couple of songs. So um, nice. I've only listened to this album a little bit, to be honest with you. I like Zarface a lot, but I, uh, I haven't li- and I like MF Doom a lot. I need to right. listen to it more, so I'm going to be jamming it all this week too. So we have uh, we both uh, talk about it. This was submitted by mind, listener yeah. Christopher Weiger.
1: Christopher Weicker. well, thank you, sir. I'm really excited to jump into this, man. I've I've listened to a little bit of MF Doom, not enough to really say I'm knowledgeable in it, but I uh, I'm fucking fired up to hear what they're doing with this. It's gonna be cool.
0: Yeah, so i um, you know I'm 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 excited to uh, give it another spin. Um, I really like Zarface because they're like they're just that that uh, they're just about rapping. They're not about making right uh, pop songs or anything like that. They're just about rapping. Beautiful. And, uh, uh, it's it's really good it's really just real rap raw fuck yeah, yeah. as they say so uh, i'll be jamming that this week that'll be good yeah. czar face meets metal face uh is your is your homework for the week we will talk about it next week indeed um and that's about it do you have anything else or you want to do you got anything else uh that we missed that you man, talk i think
1: about? that's i think that's about it man i think we uh we hit all kinds of good topics today
0: all right, awesome. Oh, one thing I, we did—we didn't talk about Johnny Depp, but uh, oh, yeah. I mean everyone knows what's been going on with Johnny Depp. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but there's a lot of talk that they're going to do another Pirates movie without him, even though he's been exonerated from all this stuff he was accused. Yeah, of. I guess. I don't you know, understand the point of that.
1: They're trying to be safe, I guess. I don't honestly—I haven't understood the point of a Pirates movie since the second one. Uh, you know, so it's kind I, of. Besides the fact that again they're just they can print money with that shit you know it's at least more understandable than the Avatar franchise but Johnny sure, Depp has been the draw you know well, they're uh, also
0: not trying to sign up for nine more fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movies absolutely I, try. Um, I, I I really have never been a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan and they're all on Disney Plus it is just finally added on Stranger Tides. And, I think
1: that the first one's really good. Uh, I mean, it's a really them. solid action film. But
0: yeah, I like the first one, and the second one's okay. But then, but man, there, I just couldn't.
1: Well, it stopped being about stunts and started being about more just ridiculous cartoon shit. Like it's, yeah. it, I mean, I really like the monster designs, into but the plot is incomprehensible. But that first uh, film has so many good, like actual, like practical stunts being done. Yeah. That fucking fight on the wheel through the jungle is so cool. Uh, but they just sort of like lost. I don't know, lost the plot after that and just started doing like cartoon bombastic bullshit. And it's just, you know, it's old tickets, I guess.
0: Everyone's going to make 45 movies at once, too. Aren't they making like three Mission Impossibles right now and one in space? Oh, really?
1: I did not know that. I'm not going to be mad about that. You know, we fucking love the Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're making two, I know, (laughs) at least right now.
1: Oh, so the the space thing that uh, fucking Cruz and, and Musk are working on is for a Mission Impossible film?
0: They won't say, but I think oh. it is because because Cruz and Christopher McQuarrie have talked about having an idea for space okay. before. Yeah, and I think that they figured out a way to make it possible. I think, that and I mean,
1: topping the stunts is the whole point of that franchise anyway. Mm-hmm. So. That makes yeah. perfect sense.
0: Shooting actual stunts in space. Plus, you know how fucking much of a goddamn crazy Scientologist Tom Cruise is. The fact that he oh, he's got to touch space. Space. the stars. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh man,
1: he'll ever get. I you
0: know? can't wait. He'll be up there fucking balling in his suit, talking to Zeno <laughs> and shit.
1: <laughs> they should
0: release that. Like the way they release sometimes, like <laughs> a song, just isolated vocals. They should release <laughs> Tom Cruise's isolated vocals in his space suit as he. Praise and Cries to Zenu.
1: Just a weeping and monologuing? Yes. It? I would uh, buy that.
0: Weeping and Crying to Zenu. The new <laughs> album by Tom Cruise.
1: <laughs> Dropping this summer.
0: It's on Spotify right now. The new single 40 Minutes of Tom Cruise Weeping and Crying to Zenu in his spacesuit as he looks at the Earth from space.
1: It's a really hard title track to look up uh, on the search function.
0: Well, just look at the artist, just Tom Cruise. <laughs> <for him. Yeah. laughs> It's his Tom only song. Years. And it's, easy it. to, yeah, it's easy to find that way.
1: 17 minutes long. <laughs>
0: it's, fu- it's almost an hour. <laughs> and just, at some points, he's just going... sobbing <laughs> 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 for three or four minutes at a time before he says anything. <laughs> Look out for
1: the remix done by The Matrix coming uh, this fall as well.
0: At one point, he's just going, Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. for a good, a good 45, 45 seconds. <laughs> It's a really good listen. Um, one of the bigger things he's done lately. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's about it. Uh yeah man. Good uh, good good week, two episodes this week.
1: Yeah, we're look working on us hard. look at us with yeah. this
0: content. Um, yeah. hopefully if everything goes well this week with me uh getting our theme songs and whatnot. Hopefully this next uh, Sunday, hopefully this, this is coming out Thursday or Friday. Hopefully this coming Sunday, you guys will uh, see the debut of my pirate radio show. Okay, um, that's going to be happening on our Facebook page. You will just go to the Facebook page and I will live. Um, and it will be me talking and playing music. Um, and we will do themes every week. There'll be different kind of stuff we'll explore and yeah. different kinds of music. And hopefully, uh, uh, and we're going to talk to some different people. Uh, once, once COVID cleans up, I've got a a few buddies who are going to come in here. Uh, I've actually got a setup where we're going to be able to play records and everything, so it won't just be beautiful. Like, we're not just going to be streaming stuff off of Spotify. We're going to be playing some. Uh, you are going to be spinning vinyl and stuff like that. Like old yeah. radio. pirate
1: radio, hell yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about getting to do that. It's going to be um, great. Something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. So it's uh, called How's the Moon with the Fever Dog. It will be on Sunday nights. Uh, i think at about eight o'clock. Uh, on Sunday yeah. evening central time. So, uh, and this will be something that will not be able to be downloaded. You will have to listen live for this. Yes. This will not be, this will be an in the moment kind of thing. So you won't be able to back and listen to it. Yeah. Because the music is copyrighted and it's actually illegal for us to do it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, that's how we get around that. So we'll be doing that pretty soon. Uh, what you got in the, what you got in the pipeline?
1: Uh, man, I'm going to be writing some reviews, uh, trying to play some games this week and, uh, maybe trying to do more jokes on Twitter. Follow me at ebonesteak on twitter.com as I uh, do uh, myriad jokes about Anakin Skywalker. That's about all I got under my belt right now.
0: Nice. There you go. Yeah. My, my, my buddy, he, he posted on Facebook, but he sent me a text message this morning and it was like one of the greatest social networking posts and comedy posts of all time. And it was just like, I accidentally picked up the wrong order at Chipotle and now I have a new favorite thing. <laughs> excellent his wife is named julie and she was julie m before they got married and now she's julie g and he went to go pick the food up and there was an order for julie m and he just like oh i she must just not changed it since we got married right and he grabbed that order and she's just like yeah he came home with a lot of food (laughs) way more food than i ordered and none of it was our stuff and she's like but now he has a favorite new chicken taco that he loves
1: Excellent. Uh, the the uh, silver lining. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, hopefully, I'll be talking to you guys on Sunday. Um, hope tune in, listen. Uh, I haven't come up with a theme yet. I'll announce it on the uh, on the website or the Facebook page this week. Yeah. Uh, once I get everything lined up and I know that I've got everything ready to go. Um, and that's about it. Uh, yeah. So uh, for Ian Maxwell, I'm Josh Custer.
1: And for Josh Custer, I'm Ian Maxwell.
0: Same. Enjoy Enjoy your your boils.